EO Fire 1322. How can I deliver more value to more people in the shortest amount of time? Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Daniel Alley. Daniel, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, sir. Woo! Daniel became a millionaire at age 24. He currently writes for Success Entrepreneur and Business Insider magazines, reaching millions of people per month. A three-time author and big-time speaker, he's reached people all over the world, showing them how they can live more prosperously every day of their lives. Daniel, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yes, yes. Thank you, John Lee. Hey, I want to tell you that my life wasn't always that easy when I started out. I, I grew up in the ghetto of you know New York. I was raised in the Bronx, and you know uh, my family was very poor. And I had to learn that you know I had to earn my way if I wanted to become the kind of person I wanted to be. Um, and so you know my parents pushed on me that I should go to school. I did, and along the way um, I got my education. And then you know I decided why not go up and try to get my MBA. I did that, and uh, eventually I dropped out. Uh, because I wanted to start my business. I, I figured that business was the thing to do. And so um, that's how I got to this point. I mean, several years in business, and I've been doing some really big things along the way. Big things along the way, Fire Nation. That's why we bring people like Daniel on the show. I mean, 24 millionaire. He writes for Success Entrepreneur and Business Insider magazine, reaching millions. Daniel, I love all of those things, but I know some people might be saying, okay, like, you know, writing for these magazines and stuff like that, that's it's probably good for a lot of reasons, but it's not the way that people become millionaires, so to speak. So how have you generated revenue over the years and how are you currently generating revenue today? Yeah, you know, it's funny because whenever I dropped out of school, my MBA program, um, I discovered that you know, before that, people really didn't have the skills necessary to succeed in business. So we're talking about marketing, sales, networking, communication, basic professional skills that people should have. Um, I had a strong desire to teach these skills after I mastered them. So I read a lot of books, and then eventually I wrote my own books. Actually, I wrote my book in uh, 10 days um, after my professor told me that I couldn't write. She gave me an F in a class called Adult Education. Mm. Which is funny because I now reach millions of people, um, most of them adults. Um, and so what I did was I, I gave 500 speeches in my first two years of business. And I sold my book relentlessly in speeches, in interviews, door to door. I did whatever it took and ran into a lot of business opportunities along the way that fortuitously led me to where I am today. So let's get specific. How did you generate revenue to get to being a millionaire? And then how do you generate revenue today? Eventually, what happened was that I learned that the speaking business is kind of funny because you know you have to you have to either sell your speech or sell your book or your products, right? right? So, I discovered that a lot of people in business needed help with branding, and I discovered I was really good at it in my own terms. Um, and so, what I did was I launched a business um, called Dignified Designs, where we started to publish books, websites, and you know do other social media work for people. Um, it actually started when a lady heard my speech. She said, "Daniel, you know, I'm very inspired. Um, I'm looking for a job, 
And I like what you said, but I need, you know, an updated resume. Who do you think can help me with this? I said, you know, send me your resume. Let me see what I could do. <laughs> I did it for free. She returned to me and she said, Daniel, this is wonderful. I'll give you $50. I said, wow, do you know anyone else that could use this? She said, yeah, of course. Um, I have two people that are looking for a job. Here they are. Ching, ching. Later on, um, I said to myself, why don't I package some deals put it together and start selling this. So whenever I started to sell it in my speeches um, and sell it online, it started to grow. Um, eventually, I hired some salespeople to replace me and it just took off. I mean, we're selling like, you know, 10 websites a month, um, publishing several books a month, and it just kept going and going and going. And um, along the way, I started investing in other businesses um, as I became more prosperous along the way. So Daniel, things sound like they're going really well right now, but as every entrepreneur knows, we have the ups, we have the downs, and that's what I kind of want you to take us to next. What would you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? And really take us to that moment in time, Daniel, and tell us that story. Yeah, there were so many. Early on in my career, um, I had this big opportunity to give a speech. Um, and I remember, you know, it was my first five-figure speech. It was international in Europe. And... Um, I arrived at the airport five minutes late. Oh. Um, I was devastated because I'm like, hey, you know, I thought I had to be, you know, 30, at least 45 minutes, you know, before the, before the flight took off. Um, but this time it was an hour. So I was actually late. I missed the flight. And that night I went home. I'm like, I'm never going to be late again. But not only that, I learned that I had to unlearn all the things I learned from other people that, you know, came along the way. And I said, you know, I have to refine myself. I have to get serious about this business. I have to step up my professionalism. And I think that day, um, even though I was considered professional, I really became a professional. I wanted to become a deeper expert than I already was. So, Daniel, how old are you now? I'm currently 25, turning 26 soon. Okay, so you're almost 26. And so far, your worst entrepreneurial moment to date has been missing a plane. Are you going to stand by that? Well, there's a lot of them, you know. There's a lot of them. Um, there's things that I did, I guess, before even starting a business, waiting so long to start a business. I should have started when I was 18 because I knew I was ready, um, but I didn't because I had the fear of success, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Now, that's not exactly a worst moment. That's just like, I wish back in that time frame, you know, that I had actually started a business. So let's go another route. You know, let's kind of find another really big pain point that you experienced that, you know, that wasn't missing a plane, but that was something that you really did wrong or that you really tripped up on. You really learned a big lesson about. Take us to that moment, Daniel. Let's hear that story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One time I gave a speech to um, a church. Um, they paid me really well to appear and um, I totally messed up. I mean, I, I wore a suit. I mean, I was talking to a bunch of farmers. Um, and I was highly unrelatable to them. Um, it was in front of like 200 people and it was in a tent. So it was really hot. I had a suit on and it, I was just burning up. Um, my speech, I just mumbled and stumbled all along the way. I basically was like, you know, just take this check back. Right. I don't want to for this. <laughs> it, it, was, it was so horrible. But that day I went home, cried a little bit, um, wiped my tears, but decided that I had, to, I had to keep practicing. I had to keep refining my craft and master this before I really wanted to take it to the next level. Now, my big takeaway from that is that situation is a failure 
if you go back, cry a little bit, and then never do it again because you think, hey, I'm a failure. I'll never be able to make this happen. But the reality was you went back, cried a little bit, learned a lot, and said, hey, next time I come back, I'm going to make sure that I know the audience, that I know the venue, that I know what the situation is going to be so that I can best serve the people that I'm looking to serve with my message, with my message, with my mission, with my voice, and I'm going to make that happen. And it's not always going to be perfect, Fire Nation, but every step of the way, you learn a little bit to improve and improve and improve. Now, Daniel, kind of fast forward, take us to a time that you crushed a speech. What did that look like? Tell us how much of a difference that situation and just day in general was. Up until that point, I started refining my speech and I started practicing. I started giving it. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many times where you just you speak and then afterwards, people are like, I feel like, you know, I've known you for years and things like that. I feel like I wanted to jump in your suit and do exactly what, what you're What was saying. one of those times? I mean, I, I guess I was in Kentucky one time. Um, I gave a speech in front of 500 people and, um, you know, they, they just, they loved what I was saying. They loved the, the fact that I was telling them that they had to, you know, work on themselves, work on developing who they were and discover what their purpose in life was. Um, because a lot of these people, they were professionals, um, but they didn't understand the, the field of personal development and what it really took to get motivated. Um, more specifically, you know, I do a lot of writing now. So a lot of my crush hits that you're talking about, are basically, um, they're coming when I'm just, I'm putting these articles out there and I'm getting people to write me articles from, uh, sorry, um, emails from all over the world. And I'm getting, you know, hundreds of emails every single day. And people are telling me, you know, Daniel, this is changing my life. This is helping me, you know, get to the next level. And so I used to write an article in like an hour or less. Now I take five, six, seven hours to put it all together. Um, so, I mean, just, step by step, article after article, speech by speech, I just keep getting better and better. And a lot of people are telling me that this is really helping them change their lives. I just had uh, Tony Robbins on the show a couple of weeks ago. And one thing that he said that really stuck with me was something that you just brought up is that when people reach out to you and they say like, you know, thank you for changing my life or you changed my life. He says his response is always no. You change your life, but thank you for giving me credit for doing that. And I was like, that's an interesting way to look at it. That's such a Tony Robbins way to look at it because it is true. I mean, we can say the things, Fire Nation, we can give our message, our mission to the world. But when it comes down to it, it's you, Fire Nation, who press play on this podcast to listen to myself and Daniel. It's people who you are going to inspire that decided to listen to your message, Fire Nation, that you're going to be that ripple effect. So I love that kind of point of view. And, and when you get those emails, Daniel, and I, when I get those emails, like to me, that little mindset shift really helps a lot because people should be congratulated for taking action because if their life changed, it was definitely because of something that they did. It was that mindset shift. So that's a big takeaway from you know what we've just been talking about right now. What do you in just one sentence, Daniel, want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from these things that you've learned throughout the years? Ask this one question every day for the rest of your life. How can I deliver more value to more people in the shortest amount of time? Boom. Mic drop, Daniel. You're off stage. That's it. That's all you really need to do. Let's shift this story into an aha moment, into a light bulb, an epiphany that you've had at some point. Now, you've just shared a ton of aha moments you've had already that have made you a better entrepreneur, a better speaker, a better writer. What's one of your greatest aha moments that you've had to date? And Daniel, just like you took us to that stage in Kentucky or that tent Take us to that moment when that aha moment happened and then walk us through what it looked like, how you turned it into success. Well, you know, even before I became an entrepreneur, I was on drugs. I was on drugs for eight years. Um, I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. 
I was on, I was, I was just using all these drugs that was just messing up my life. And, um, I decided I had to, I had to change myself and I had to allow something bigger than me to enter in my life. And, um, you know, I discovered that when you try to become bigger than your purpose, you can't do anything. But when you allow your purpose to become greater than you, you can do everything. So I started reading a lot. And then when I started speaking in front of people, I realized that some of them were twice, even thrice my age. But I still had to understand and, and be confident in the fact that my message was very potent and I was teaching the truth. And I just went out there relentlessly and gave speech after speech. And I kept writing and I kept understanding that these people really need my help and that purpose really drove me to who I am today. I love that phrase you use when you allow your purpose to become bigger than you. You can accomplish anything in Fire Nation. I just really want you to absorb those words and say, how could I pivot, shift, or maybe just amplify my current life to really be moving in that direction and, and allowing your purpose to become bigger than just you. So that's a huge takeaway that I got from kind of these aha moments that you've had and the, the greatest, you know, or one of the greatest aha moments that you've experienced thus far, Daniel. So what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from this story? Yeah, I want them to follow their purpose. I want them to understand that they're not stuck, that they have choices. In fact, you know, they're the sum total of all the choices that they've made in their life. And, you know, some people are working jobs. Some people are, you know, they're entrepreneurs, but their business doesn't seem to get to the next level. The fact is that they have to focus on their faith instead of their fears. They have to believe in themselves and not compare themselves to other people, but understand that when they believe in themselves, that everyone else in the world will believe in them. I mean, that's really what the game is all about. You just have to have faith, really. You know, that's some hard truth that you just dropped that I kind of want to circle back to is that you are the sum total of the decisions you've made thus far in life. So Fire Nation, you know, if you're complaining about your life, if you don't like your life situation right now, like kind of tough luck because it's a result of all the decisions that you've made thus far. So either keep making the same decisions you've already made, you've always made and continue on that same path or just stop now and say, hey, I'm going to take responsibility for my life and I'm going to start making new decisions that bring me down a new path on a new journey. And it's just that responsibility is so key. Now, Daniel, you have a lot of strengths. We're going to get to one in a second, but what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? John Lee, I think my weakness is probably the same as yours. I can't take a break. Like it's just, I have to work seven days a week. There's go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's 168 hours a week. I incessantly put in at least minimum 12 hours a day. People tell me, you know, Daniel, you're financially independent. Why do you work? You know, you have a big house, you have a nice car, you have everything going on. You get to travel the world. Why don't you stop? And I'm like, no. No, I, I, I cannot just go with the flow. Only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> I, have to, I have to take this life in, and I have to keep adding more value to more people in less time because that is what my purpose in life is, and that's what I'm going to do until I'm done. Um, so my weakness, yes, like you said, is, is just I got to take a break. <laughs> but I don't really feel like I should. You know, I just keep doing what I do. And people love it. So, <laughs> Well, it was really well put to say that only dead fish go with the flow. That's quite the visual, and it's so true. And the reality is this, Fire Nation, I really want you to absorb this part of it as well. Humans, innately, we want to be progressing forward. We always want to be progressing in some way, shape, or form. When we stop and we lose that momentum, when we lose that inertia, we're not going to be happy. So no, getting a couple million dollars in the bank and a big house and a nice car, and then just stopping and saying, okay, you know, now I'm just going to coast – that does not bring happiness. It's, it's the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Mm -hmm. Only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> What's your biggest strength, Daniel? My biggest strength is writing and speaking. I mean, 
Benjamin Franklin once said that writing is the beginning of all wealth. Um, It all started when I started writing articles, giving speeches. And in fact, I used to be the kind of person um, that really couldn't do this. You know, I I, I struggled a lot. And um, it gave me a hard time because, you know, I, I really found myself in situations where people told me I couldn't do it. And I couldn't really, um, you know, write. And I, I just produced um, the mentality that if I wanted to make this happen, I had to do it. I have a saying that if you want to change your reality, you have to change your mentality. And you have to change the way you think about yourself and start producing results. A lot of people are consumers when they really need to become producers. They need to wake up and not say, how do I eat? And, and say, how do I feed people instead? Um, and when you start feeding people, naturally, you'll start eating. Um, and that's what I've been doing, writing and speaking, just giving people the best of myself and offering everything that I have. Yeah, and a quick shout out to Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. Like That is such a good book, Fire Nation. If you have not read that book, make time for that because, man, he just dropped so many value bombs throughout his life. Now, for you, Daniel, you have a lot of things going on, rightfully so, that you're excited about. But what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? You know, in March 2016, last month, I reached over 10 million people. Um, growing up on welfare, having a mother that was 16 years old, my dad was 20, um, being first generation, I never would have thought this could happen. Being at my age, you know, being a multimillionaire and helping so many people on the way, I felt like I've already achieved so much and I feel like there's so much more to go. I mean, every time I see those stories, every time I hear people say what they say and just watch the transformation happen in their lives, that has me fired up. That's what really... Um, has me going. I mean, there's an old saying that said, when you set yourself on fire, people will come and watch you burn. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I mean, I'm doing it in the right way. And a lot of people are catching on and they they understand that that contagious spirit is going to spread as long as you keep, you know, going and being audacious in everything Um, you do. Very on brand quote for the podcast, Daniel. Thank you for that. (laughs) In Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere because we're about to enter the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, you might be surprised how many people are looking for your business on Google every day, not necessarily by name, but by the products or services that your business offers. When people are searching for these things, it means that they're interested in them, and that's exactly why your business should be there. The good news is, it's easy to make that happen. Just run an ad on Google. You don't have to be a marketing genius either. Creating an ad just takes a few minutes. Head on over to g.co slash eofire to learn more. There's even a special offer waiting for you. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation, are you ready for a value bomb? Businesses that leverage marketing automation see a 53% higher conversion rate than those using traditional email marketing. That's right. Using marketing automation not only saves you time, but it also helps you convert at a much higher rate. Sounds kind of too good to be true, am I right? Here's the deal. With marketing automation, your email campaigns can listen, learn, and adapt based on the contact's behaviors. An active campaign makes it fast and easy to create this kind of dynamic marketing. Active campaign is a a beautiful, intuitive platform. No need to hire consultants. Plus, they offer pricing that's accessible no matter how big or small your company is. When you sign up for Active Campaign, there are no training fees and no contracts. Ready to start marketing smarter with Active Campaign? See why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution. Sign up for a free 14-day trial now. No credit card needed. Visit activecampaign.com slash fire. Daniel, 
Are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, sir. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fear of success. Um, I was allowing uh, people to tell me that I couldn't do things. But more importantly, I was telling myself. I was allowing myself to believe that I was small, that I had to go to school to start a business, that I had to um, you know, have a certain money. You know, People say it takes money to make money. Um, I, I let those little excuses get in my way, those little limitations that really were invalid. And it was really erroneous thinking. Um, it wasn't until I started reading that allowed me to get through that mentality and really perpetuate me into the success that I currently have. What's the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Um, someone a while ago told me to get out of my zip code um, because I lived in central Pennsylvania, um, in Harrisburg, actually, is the, the capital of Pennsylvania. Um, and we had a, approximately 100,000 people in that area. Um, but I learned that my, my, my vision of what I wanted to become was so large that many of the people around me couldn't help me in the capacity in which I needed to be helped. Um, so I went out and I, I moved to the D.C. area. I now live in Virginia um, in my mansion. And yeah, there's a lot of people that need my help over here too. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I read the Bible every day. Um, Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. I believe living a life in Jesus Christ is the most rewarding life there is. Um, I have other habits. I, I write my goals every day. I read the dictionary every day. Those are my top three habits. Now, let's talk about the dictionary thing real quick. Do you have like sure. a page you read or do you specific? Like, how does that work? Okay, so I have four vocabulary builders. There's this one called 1,000 Most Important Words. It's my favorite. Um, it's by Norman Schur, S-C-H-U-R, and it's very powerful, very potent. Um, so I, I, you know, right now I'm reading the dictionary, the Webster's Dictionary, and I read about two pages a day. Okay. And I'm en enunciating and articulating the words so that I'm able to you know, basically enlighten and engage my audience whenever I, I speak. Yeah, you nailed erroneously. Like I thought only us law school students could do that, but uh, <laughs> congrats, Daniel. So share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. So a good one that people overlook is LinkedIn. Um, I, get, uh, I get thousands of views every week. Um, I'm always posting. You know, it, it doesn't reach as many people as Facebook, but you can get more niched people, people that you've been trying to serve for a while. Um, and then there, a lot of people on LinkedIn are more serious. So I personally started using LinkedIn to blog. And that's before I got into Entrepreneur, Success Magazine, and Business Insider. LinkedIn is so powerful because you can connect with people right away. Um, obviously, you can do it with, with email, but LinkedIn is a more distant approach that allows you to stay in touch with a lot of your business associates. Do you get paid to be a writer for those magazines? No, I don't. I don't. Does anybody? Uh, I don't think so. Um, not for those, at least. If you could recommend just one book, Daniel, and I know this is going to be a challenge because you are a reader, but keep it to one, what would it be and why? I've been reading the Bible every day um, since 2012, and it's because I realized that there's a profound truth in you know, Christ and what God wants us to be. And basically, you know, Jesus Christ was one of the greatest salesmen in the world. He was one of the greatest businessmen. Um, he died at the age of 33. He reached over billions of people, and people still talk about him today. In fact, some people curse about him um, because they're so mad that he's so real. <laughs> but, but really, Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And, um, you know, it's a compilation of 66 books. Right. Uh, start with the New Testament. Start with Matthew. And get the PTL version, like parent, le teacher, leader. Um, it's the best version in the world. Daniel, we started the show on fire. Let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. 
Okay, so the best way to connect with me is www.danielalley.com. My last name is A-L-L-Y, danielalley.com. Um, find me on all my social media. The best advice is what I shared earlier. Ask yourself every day, how can I add more value to more people in less time? In other words, how do I become so valuable so that more people can benefit? And how do I do it instead of five years in, in one year? How do I do it faster? And that is going to change your life. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with DA and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Daniel in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today on that show notes page. And of course, go directly to danielalley.com. And I want to say thank you, Daniel, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, brother. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John Lee. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. An ad on Google will help your business find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Give the gift of freedom to your friend or loved one with The Freedom Journal, and they will accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite.